welcome to Subtitles On or Off. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jess. We are a fan podcast for movies and TV shows and all the good things in between. And we're excited to just like have a chat today. Um, it is my B-Day episode. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> a like, little rendition yeah. from the Bailey. Okay. Changing it up. I feel like because we've had an eventful couple of days, it's been like almost birthday weekend. I know. You know? And I really, the funny thing is this whole time I said I was keeping it chill. <laughs> She said, I said, you know we're what? not doing anything. <laughs> but and no, we did actually kind of a lot. We like had like, um, what do people call it? A, um, a, not like a binge. A bender. A, a bender. A bender. We did. We did a solid two a and a half day bender. Yeah. I think I've seen you every day for the past five days. But you're not wrong. Yeah. It's been great. I love it. Who's complaining? Not me. I'm just saying. <laughs> happy birthday. Good to know. And we're continuing on. So I know part of my B-Day weekend was that we all watched the Princess Diaries together. Yes. I got to tell you, it was like one of my favorite <laughs> moments. I know I would look over and you had the biggest smile on your face. <laughs> It was so cute. I really loved it. And then like when everybody would laugh because we watched it. So Bailey and I watched it together with her two roommates who are also two very good friends of mine. So we just all piled on the couch and watched The Princess Diaries. And when everybody laughed at a joke, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like it made me so happy. Yeah. Hung over, mind you, because we had, a good, yes. we had a good weekend. But that was part of the bender. Yeah, that was part of the bender. We did. We did have some drinks and then I spent the night and then we vegged on the couch yeah. and watched Princess Diaries 1 and 2 back to back double feature yeah you got me to do two you were outnumbered everybody else wanted to 100 percent. and i was i'm always down and and i cannot wait to discuss it but before we get into that what have you been watching this week i'm so excited to tell you <laughs> i can't wait we're gonna gloss over this but one point on the list is i did watch zoe 102 because we talked about it last week <laughs> I love that. It was cute. It was cute, right? Just, I, I did love that like almost everybody was in it. Right, It yeah. was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. It felt like they did really good getting back into their characters, you know? Yeah, it, felt it really normal. felt like them. Yeah. They went back to PC at the end. Very cute. Yeah. I forgot that Zoe and Quinn were like such good friends. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they stayed friends. So it was like a whole thing. And it was yeah. cute. It was very modern. A lot of like social media texting. Like, yeah. yeah. You know. Anyways. So that was cute. And then what I'm really excited to talk about is Game of Thrones. I have been binging so hard. I haven't watched anything else except for Zoe 102, apparently. I don't even remember what episode I was on last week, but I think I was in season six. I'm now in season eight. (gasps) (laughs) Holy shit. So you zoomed through seven. Well, seven was only seven episodes. Yeah. So I did zoom through. But even for me, that's a lot. To do seven episodes in one week, that's rare. Especially of Game of Thrones. Those are a good hour, hour 15. Yeah. Okay, so a few points that I wanted to hit... Um, since the last time we talked about it. So Cersei became queen. I started texting you updates just so you could like be up on and get the live reaction. But then right. I was like, we got to talk about this on the podcast. Right. There was the battle for Winterfell. So the Starks are like Lord and Lady of the house now. Arya killed Walder Frey, who okay. killed Rob and yes, yes, yes. Catelyn. Okay. Ed Sheeran cameo. <laughs> yes. This is literally my notes verbatim, <laughs> by the way. Ed Sheeran cameo is in all caps. Uh Uh-huh. Of course. Um, That was so funny. I do remember, because you always ask me if I remember anything and I don't, but then certain things come up and I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. I remember this being talked about. Right, right. So the Ed Sheeran cameo was one that I remembered of Mm -hmm. like, it was a big pop culture moment for sure. It was cute. 
Okay, the old lady confessed to killing Joffrey. Yes. I knew it. Yes. But I feel like there's still a larger plan. Like, what do you mean? Like, I just feel like, is there not going to be more of a reveal? Because, like, well, I guess not, because I guess my theory was it was her and uh, Lord Baelish. Mm. But Lord Baelish is dead. Correct. So that's how far I got. That was it. Well, also, like, she died. Like, you got, you finished that whole episode, right? Right. Yeah. 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 No, she took the poison. She yeah. confessed before she died. That was my theory the whole time, because she yeah, was like, there's no way I was going to let you marry him. Of like, course. Yeah. Like, we all knew it was her. Yeah. But, again, mind you, because you binge this, this only happened for you, like, a month ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. For those who watched it live, it was like, this was like a three-year... Oh, that's right. We never got an answer. Right. But we all assumed, and this lady is sitting there, and not to mention, Jamie's his name, right? Yeah. The The brother, the dad of Joffrey, <laughs> but yeah. So he's there, and not to mention, he's about to, like, kind of grant her mercy of, like... I want to give you, like, a peaceful death, yep. nothing crazy. Give her an easy way out. And then she straight up says, tell Cersei it was me. I want her to know it was me. Yeah. And then he regrets everything he just gave her, yeah. you know? It was such a pivotal moment. And this was that tweet I was telling you about the other day that I saw that was really, oh, really? funny to me. Oh, okay. But that you wouldn't understand it because you don't know what she actually said. Right. But, yeah, and I'll, I'll show you the meme later. because oh, fantastic. I, yeah. But, no, that was a big deal. So, okay, I love that. And then Arya returned to Winterfell, which I was so excited. Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, the amount of times I stayed up late to watch this show this week, because I was like, because there was this moment where Arya was, like, about to go to King's Landing to kill Cersei, Mm -hmm. and somebody tells her that Sansa and Jon are at Winterfell, Mm -hmm. and she turns around and goes back to Winterfell, and I was like, yes! Family! And then, like, Bran came back, and, like, everybody discovered he's just the three-eyed raven and everything, Mm -hmm. and then Jon goes to, I don't know, I don't really know where they're holding up, but Jon basically goes to Daenerys to ask for her help in fighting the White Walkers. Yeah. This is li- these are these are my notes. Have we gotten to the dragon, the white walk? Like yeah. Okay. Wait, what do you mean? Well, because she lost a dragon. Yeah, I got that. And then the dragon became a. I know. I'm a- okay. Whoa, you gotta slow down. Sorry. Because I just watched the episode. Oh, I don't think shit. you know where I'm at. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> just don't go any further. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Sorry. Okay. But yes, you didn't go too far. That's okay. <laughs> okay. That just happened. So sorry. But I'm. I'm backtracking. I'm, like, recapping everything I've watched. Okay. Maybe I should just skip ahead. But based on my notes go, are John and Daenerys vibing? Three question mark. Right. And then I say, and then John touched the dragon? I don't know why, but I thought that was a very big deal. It, it was a very big okay, deal. Okay, thank you. You are not far off from that because those dragons don't trust anybody but Mother of Dragons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found out why. So then John and the crew went past the wall <laughs> and they were surrounded by the army of the dead. And then Daenerys comes in with the dragons and saves them. And then one of the dragons dies. Mm-hmm. And we find out later that it's it turns into a, a White Walker, I guess we're calling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just like all frozen. And then okay, they go fabulous. back to attack the wall. I'm glad I didn't ruin that for you. I thought that no, happened okay. for some reason. I thought that happened No, I was very on. like hands over my mouth, jaw on the floor. It, it was a big deal. Yeah. Because first of all, it was so sad that she lost a dragon. It was so sad. And then it was even more devastating that that dragon then became... And uh, obliterated the wall. Oh, come on. Easily. Easy. And then the dead just marched on through. Yep. Okay. A few more things happened. So Cersei's like beefing with everybody. And Cersei agreed to fight the White Walkers. And then she was like, just kidding. (laughs) 
And then Sansa and Arya were beefing. This is literally one of my notes. And I said, Sansa and Arya are beefing. And it made me really sad. And I was like, JK, they figured out what was going on. And then she sent his little finger to die. And I was like, oh. And then Arya just. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Easy. Like, like. With his own dagger. <laughs> it's so good. So good. I told. I. Did I not tell you? Six, seven, eight. Like, seven, you will get through it. Seven was one of the best seasons of television I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just the moment where she was like, you're charged to murder and treason. What do you have to say for yourself, Lord Baelish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the silence. Like, fuck. I've never heard silence quite this loud. Ooh. Yeah, so that was crazy, crazy, crazy. And then, and then, okay, yes, John and Daenerys were vibing, but like simultaneously as they vibed uh-huh. we find out who uh-huh. john is uh-huh. Uh-huh. which i will say when the the dragon touching happened i was like is he a targaryen is he because before that happened we got hints that like well not hints we saw that ned is not his true father yep. he's his uncle mm-hmm. and then the like everything was going on and i was like is he a targaryen and he was and then not just that but he's her sister uh-huh. I mean, her brother. There's a half? Uh, nephew. Aunt? No. No, because her his... brother is his dad. Oh, it's her brother. Her brother. How does the age work out? Was he that much older than her? Yes. Okay. She came around a lot later after, like, the king went mad. Like, that kind of situation. I thought that he was, when they were talking about Rhaegar Targaryen, I thought that they were talking about the mad king. No. And then th- he would have been her half. But no, you're yeah. right. Okay. And it was her brother. the brother that we knew in season one that like... No. Oh, different brother. Yeah. This brother died long time ago. Okay. I think... I want to say the brother died and that's why Ned had to take John. Because I think the brother and the, the father and the mother died. Both of them. Yes. They did die, but also Ned took John to protect him so that they wouldn't come after him because he was the heir. Yes. Okay. So it went the Mad King, Rhaegar, and then son... Th- Rhaegar, yeah. And, and Firstborn son. Firstborn son. And then John. And then John. Wow. So John is the heir to the Iron Throne. Okay, but like that scene, because what that was, was that the finale of Seven or no? Yes. Okay, because Bran is the one giving the voiceover. Yes. Correct? Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> John but and also- Daenerys are getting down and dirty. No? Yes. Yeah? Where are we at? Okay, so basically, like, well, it's it comes in two parts. Okay. Bran is giving the voiceover when we find out that he's a Targaryen. Okay. And then Sam, Sam and Bran together figure out that he's the heir. The heir. And, oh, what does Bran say? Does Bran say Targaryen, or does he just say, like, he's not Ned Stark's son? But he, he, he basically... No, he knew, because, okay, because the mom... Ned's sister did whisper the name. So Bran knew the name. So Bran knew he was a Targaryen, but he didn't know like mm-hmm. who the dad was essentially. Mm-hmm. And then he thought that he was a bastard. Yeah. And then Sam said in the Citadel homies private diary, he married them in Got a secret married. ceremony. Mm-hmm. So he is legitimate and not a bastard. Yeah. He was like, he's not a bastard at all. He's the heir to the Iron Throne. <sighs> Goosebumps. Then- Goosebumps just now saying Me too. that. Look. And then Bran had Sam tell John because he trusts Sam the most mm-hmm. and it was like crazy. And then John, like I, obviously it's probably in his head. He's like, I just slept with her. Mm-hmm. But then he was also like, but Daenerys is our queen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, 
so I, I'm literally right there. So basically, we know about John, and then at the end of season seven is, yeah, the season seven finale is the dead march on the wall. Yeah. And we find out about John and everything. And I think I watched a little bit of season eight, episode one. But basically, yeah, so I don't know who takes the crown. I don't know what happens next. Obviously, they're about to fight. Like, what I just saw was Daenerys and everybody are at Winterfell now. Yeah. Yeah, like, the war is coming, obviously, but I don't know who ends up on the throne. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, also, Jaime just showed up at Winterfell by himself because... So he's committing treason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, because they know the war is coming with the White Walkers. Yeah. So they kind of have to put their paws on the war with with each other. Exactly. And that's what they, like, kind of talked about. Yeah. And then Cersei was like, no, I'm not sending my men. Yeah. No, she's a bitch. Yeah. This is what I love because when I was watching, Joffrey was the bane of my existence. I hated him so much. It got to the point where I was like, if this child does not die within the next three episodes, I'm done with this show. Yeah, I'm never watching. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Whereas Cersei is the villain of the show. She always has been. But she's one I can deal with because I'm just like, you bring the the drama like you bring the chaos and like you're a good villain yeah but like joffrey was just horrible well he was just psychotic (laughs) she's actually smart yeah she's villainous like with a purpose and with like motive Mm -hmm. and knows how to play the game Mm -hmm. joffrey just wanted to like beat everybody up basically and torture everybody yeah and then cersei's just like playing chess over here oh yeah okay so now they're going into the final season of the show Ugh. do you have like a wish list of like things you want to see who do you want to end up on the throne because oh. i feel like you might get through this last season within the next week and i want to get yeah these, let's talk about i want to get week. these okay questions out of you because like with every last season you always have like oh i want the, a good wrap-up with this character mm-hmm. i really want to see this person die i really want to see this happen so like where are you at I would love to see Cersei not die, but thrown in jail. Really? Um, yeah. Well, she's pregnant. I can't do that. Okay. Poor baby. You're nice. Um, <laughs> have you met her children? Oh, uh, you're not wrong. Also, it's her and not Jamie. Not to mention like, the incest? Yeah. Come her on. and Jamie are disgusting. Um, but okay. I really, I really liked John and Daenerys until I found out that they were related. Yeah. But I feel like that's not unheard of. Well, again, the, sin- the incest. The incest. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, that's frowned upon. Yeah. In this society. Yeah. Um, Or like illegal. I don't really know. But basically, in those times, like they would have cousins and whatever married to like keep the line. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe they're not actually because they kept marrying like the High Garden and like, I don't know. So basically, I don't think they're going to end up together is all I'm saying. Okay. But I did really like them until I found out that they were related. Um, I really like Sansa and Arya. I hope they get a good ending. I don't know what that looks like. Bran. Bran's weird. Like, he's just so... I just feel like he could use his powers to help or do something. Mm-hmm. And he just sits there staring at everybody. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. Cut to me last week saying Bran is irrelevant. <laughs> like... Yeah. But I mean, but I also get it. But like, what else is he supposed to do? He's got all this shit going on in his head. So I, I get it. But yeah. I feel like I don't even know who I hate enough to die. There are a lot of people that I really like that I don't want to die. Like, don't kill Tyrion. 
don't kill Brienne. Don't kill any of the Starks. Like, I... I'm going to look like a clown next week because somebody's dying. <laughs> if John dies, I'm throwing something. Um, what else? What did you say? Who do I want to die? Who do I hate? Well, you just said you no one. Yeah, So I that's guess. good. How do you feel? Um, who do you think is going to end up on the throne? Ooh, 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 ooh. And I will, I'm a, actually, I'm going to look away from you. But I, I do want to know your answer because I want to come back to this later once you finish. Okay, I feel like I see <laughs> I see a world in which John dies and we no longer have a true heir. And I think that I do really like Daenerys as queen. So like I'll, I'll be down if that's how it goes. Cool. But get the Lannisters out of there for sure. Like I need some redemption. Like all of 100%. this can't have been for nothing. Right. There's been a lot of this, like, who's on the throne and, like, the fact that... How did Cersei even get it? She's not even... She married in. Yeah. Like, get somebody else. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I guess that's all I know. they all got it because they overtook the Mad King. That's how that family got on the throne in the first place. Okay, well, Targaryens are about to overtake again, so... Which is why Daenerys' whole thing in the whole show was like, I'm the rightful heir, because she's right. the only child left that she knew of, and then we all find out that Jon is a Targaryen, is is an heir. That's what I'm saying, it's like, I, for some reason, out. I just don't... Like, as much as I would love for it to be, I just don't think I see Jon on the throne. Yeah. And, like, I... But then I feel like if it comes out that he's the rightful heir, then I feel like he has to die, and then somebody else will be. Yeah. Or he's gonna, oh my god, watch this homie just pull a, I never wanted to be king, like, I don't, I don't need to be the rightful heir, like. I know, he's such a martyr. <clears throat> yeah, I love John though, John's my fave. He's, okay, cute. He's pretty good. Also, like, the, <sighs> Hamilton Daenerys is sexy. Yeah. With John's abs, yeah. but also all the scars. Yeah. Ooh. His butt. It was a good butt shot. Yeah. Come on. It was good. Well, and it was like, we were all waiting for it. We are like, the tension was high. Yeah. Come on. The, the tension. I swear. I was really rude for them. And then, oh my God, after they slept together and then they were in this meeting at Winterfell and Daenerys was just like looking up at him and there was this quiet, quiet exchange where Sansa looks at Daenerys looking at Jon and Sansa looks at Daenerys and then looks at John and then looks back at her. And she, you could just tell she, Sophie Turner did such a good job yes. in that scene because she, you knew exactly what she knew. She knew that they either slept together or were in love or whatever. And she called John on it mm-hmm. and she called John on bending the knee. And she was like, was that before or after you fell in love with her? Ooh, oh, oh. Yeah. Ooh. I really like Sansa. Sansa. Oh, queen. The best. Yeah. I love when she stood up to Lord Baelish and she was like, I'll admit it. I'm a slow learner. But I do learn, and thank you for your lessons. Oh! Yeah. <coughs> so good. And then Arya's, like, Loki vibing with um, that little guy that makes the... He's a blacksmith. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to happen. I yeah. just... She gave, like, a cute little smile. And I was like, Arya doesn't smile for anybody. Arya is ugh, the best. I love her. I, love I really her. want Brienne to come back to Winterfell because... I don't know where she is right now, but she's not there. And... There was like a really cute moment where Arya wanted to duel her, mm-hmm. and Arya held her own with her little needle sword. I really, I just, I just love her, and I love a badass woman. So I'm so excited for you to get through a 
I'm ready to I'm see. I'm going to blow through it. Catch me here next week. We'll talk about the whole thing. Yes. Oh, oh man. I, honestly, I can't wait. Because it's no secret to you, I'm sure, that the world did not have a good feeling about the ending of Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, they don't like it. But, like... I can't wait to hear your opinion on it, you know? I love it. I've heard two things. I've heard that the world didn't like the writing and kind of how things went down. I heard that they thought it was lazy writing or mm-hmm. just, like, not a good wrap-up. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard that people didn't like who ended up on the throne. Mm-hmm. So I guess that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand of, like, mm-hmm. oh, you just threw somebody up there. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I would say... To play devil's advocate of the writers of the show, the books aren't done. They weren't done at the time. So, because oh. it's all based on books. Right. And so I the show. They were done. I no, thought they sh- And series. The show surpassed the books. So they oh. had to come up with their own ending. Oh, I see. Which I could argue that's why people maybe are like, eh. Mm. But again, me personally, I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't that, hate it. it is The fine. House of the Dragon, is that based off of books as well? I do not know. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they did that little prequel series. I think episode, or sorry, season eight only has like seven or eight episodes, so I will be back next week with a full recap. Okay. (laughs) Cannot wait. (laughs) So yeah, that's me. That's literally all I watch. What did you watch? Nothing substantial. I mean, just random odds and ends. You're watching Big Brother right now. Yes, I am watching Big Brother. Um, My roommate and I are keeping up with it. I love Big Brother. It's just a nice fun summer game and I will say I fell off a couple for a couple seasons I was gonna say I don't think I knew this about you oh really did you used to watch it yeah all the time there was one season where we were watching together we watched um or like a, fr- a group of friends yeah, yeah, of yeah. us watched it together we were watching the all-star season and then again I fell off because I just it was rigged it was so annoying well it's <laughs> it also so like annoying. so many episodes yeah and like and I think I was saying this the other day of it is, it's so many episodes. I mean, it's three episodes a week, and it is a lot to keep up with. But when the season's good, it's really just an hour on the day. If you remember to watch it, the day it comes out, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it, it's so easy. Yeah. It's when you start to fall behind that you're like, oh, my God, I cannot yeah. catch up. Yeah. And I will say this season's pretty good. Ooh. Pretty good. There's a lot, and I, I, I was reminded this season of how much I do love this game. I'm just like, oh, this is... The blind manipulation. Yeah, it is Ooh. good. It's one of the better reality shows, in my opinion. Yeah. As far as, like, competition things yeah. go. Do you, would, you ever, would you ever go on it? I used to say yes, but I think I am too uh, anxious of a human mm-hmm. to do it. There's too much lying involved <laughs> that yeah. I would not know when we're playing the game and when we're, like, talking shop. Like, I don't know, like like... Or when we're just, like, shooting the shit. You're always playing the game. I know. I know. And that's the thing. As as a viewer, I'm just like, you idiot. You shouldn't have said that. You're always playing the game. And then meanwhile, I'm just like, but, like, are you my friend? I don't know. <laughs> Literally. But I love because uh, I'm watching it with Fallon. Um, and then my other roommate isn't really, doesn't know the game very well. And so we're sitting there and we're like trying, she would like kind of watch episodes here and there with us and I'm trying to explain to her and then I'm just like, yeah, and then the jury gets involved and then a big part of the game is jury management. So it's like, not only do you have to be good at the game and get people out, but you need to not piss people off on the way out because they're the ones who decide if you win half a million dollars or not. And it's like, it's such a manipulation mind game and 
you have to be a people person. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. I always thought about, like, because I have seen a couple of seasons. I feel like I would be down. However, I just don't think I would do very well because I'm just not, like, dramatic like that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have the big reaction, and I don't have, like... I think, too, like, I can never backdoor somebody. I'd be like, oh, my God, they're going to I just feel me. so bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as far as, like, making friends and making alliances, sign me up. Right. But, yeah, I don't know about the rest of it. Well, and it's essentially, I mean, it's quarantine. They have no phones, I no would social media, that. no books, no TV, no would, music even, that's really. The, okay, that's the thing is I would fight so hard to be HOH to get those headphones. The headphones? Stop. Yeah. And, like, a letter from your family. So, like, really, for a while, I used to always be so confused. I'm like, how do they become such good friends with these people? Because they people leave becoming best friends and family and even getting married and have a million children with each other. But I'm just like, how? How? I mean, you spend that much time. And they spend all day, every day, with nothing else to do but talk to each other. So I'm like, I guess I get it. It's nuts. But, yes, I've been watching that, which has been really fun. But other than that, nothing, nothing crazy. Okay, sweet. And then we did watch Veronica Mars this week. We are Ooh. back. We're on season two, episode one. Watch with us every week. We just do like a quick little recap yeah. of where we're at and we have missed it. We did kind of treat this like, almost like we were watching it in real time. Like yes. we took a break while we were on a break. Yes. And then we, we picked back up for the new season. Can I just say... Tell me. I don't think I realized how much I missed this show. It's pretty good. Until I watched it this morning. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this show is so good. The way I got so sad when she started talking about how she, like, doesn't really do the investigating thing anymore. I was like, be serious. Yeah. Be so for real right now, Veronica. Be what are we for doing? Real. Yeah, what did you think of the season two premiere? The season two premiere was good. They really kept us on our toes because we had no idea who was doing what with who. Yeah. And... The back and forth and the back and forth. And uh, the Veronica, your boyfriend's here. Okay, which one? But who? I, look, I will say they, they, they got me. I'm telling you, they got me too. Okay, great. They kept me on my toes. They kept me on my toes because for a minute... So they're starting out with... You see Duncan, and then we get the reveal that Logan was the one at the door. Yep. But here's the thing. Okay, I want to talk about the door, because that was the cliffhanger of one. Yes. And she says, I was hoping it was you. So she says that, and then she goes, Logan? So she wasn't hoping it was Logan. Did you catch that? Because like she, it sounded like she was surprised it was him at the door. I think... No, that's not how I interpreted it. Really? Okay. I interpreted it as like, oh, I was hoping it was you, and then he was like... I think, like, when you're, like, you could tell that it was him, but then he was, like, staying in the shadows, like, not immediately coming inside, so I just felt like something was wrong. So oh, she was okay, like, okay, Logan, okay. like, are you okay? Okay. That's kind of how I took Got it. Got it. And then we were going the back and forth of present day to the past of, yep. like, so we find out she's dating Logan, but they were trying to trick us to think it was Duncan, and then we get to hella present day, yeah. and she's dating Duncan. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Because the other thing that you have to remember is that, like, while the show, like, because back then, I feel like shows don't really do this anymore, but back then, shows were, like, in real time, especially high school shows. And so that season one finale probably ended, like, in May or June, mm-hmm. and then they took a hiatus and came back in 
the fall and so they were doing flashbacks to over the summer over while the summer, yeah. he was in trial and then he was in summer school and she got a summer job and then she they're back in school literally the first day of school was season two episode one yeah so like we do have to flash back to events that happened mm-hmm. and so yeah it was kind of fun to like jump back in but then i do really like the way that this show like tells its stories and the script and everything with like they're so good at the keeping us on our toes like we're talking about but then doing the flashbacks and like filling us in and like it's so interesting yeah yeah got me good I really liked how they just kind of summed up that whole thing with Logan but I it's also very interesting to me that now we kind of have this new mystery of who killed what's his face yes there's well there's always a mystery yeah um yeah what did you think about the whole Logan Weevil like um, and then they're really playing up the whole like O-Niners beef with everybody else. So she was like, oh, I guess I chose sides. Yeah. Like, it's very greasers versus socials. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, outsiders, like what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say my first initial reaction was I was kind of bummed because I, one of my favorite parts of the show is Weevil and Veronica's Same. friendship. Same. So I was bummed that she essentially picked a side, which I think she picked the right side. I think that... Weevil is wrong, and even towards the end of the episode, Weevil himself was like, oh, I think you have a point. Like, maybe uh, Logan didn't kill, um, what's his name? The guy that got stabbed. I don't I don't know his name. I just know him as the guy that's also in a Cinderella story. Yeah, him. He's one of the three musketeers. Yeah. So that, that bummed me out, but I mean, I think that I'm down for this new development in the season of, like, we've got to have a new mystery a new big bad and also not even just one but a couple because as we found out from the ending of the episode there's another one oh my god i was shocked john the floor john the floor especially like the fact that they took a limo Mm -hmm. and they were like certain people and the fact that veronica didn't get back on the bus what are the chances yeah i don't even know like i didn't even know what to think about that i was like what like was it an accident? Did somebody, did something do something? Because they said, like, oh, it just went up right off the cliff. It didn't even slow down. What's um, uh, cheerleader's name? Meg. Meg. Okay. This was another thing that they were doing really well of the back and forth. Logan, Duncan, Logan, Duncan. Was we were getting Meg was pissed off at Veronica. Back when we thought she was just dating Logan. We're like, why are you so mad at her right now? Yeah. Then we find out she is dating Duncan. Yeah. And that's why she's and mad. mad yeah. And they're also cutting to Logan at uh, Dick and Beaver's place, hitting it off like like trying like Loki flirting with the stepmom, and, and then like, going over to hook up with her. Yeah, but I'm like, but at the time we thought she, he was dating Veronica. So we're oh, like, yes. are you cheating right now? Like, what is yeah, happening? Yeah, the flashbacks, and well, then we get the reveal. Right, right, right. So it was the flashback of like he was basically oogling. Yeah, I think is the best word yeah. to describe what was happening. Yeah, um, the stepmom, and then. We get the reveal, and then later we realize that he went to hook up with her. Yeah, so I, I think it's safe to say he has been hooking up with her for a minute. Do you think that he cheated on Veronica? No. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah no. same. No, but the, what, the, the scene that we did see was not the first time. Yeah. Um, but they were trying to make it look like it, because we at the time didn't know they were broken up. Right. Yeah. And what else happened? The dad is still dating Wallace's mom. That was cute. Nice. I liked that. Mm-hmm. And I love Wallace. We got so much Wallace. So much Wallace. Yeah, other than that, I would say the big mysteries of this season would be who killed Homeboy. Yeah. And then what happened with the bus going off the cliff. Yeah. Those are going to be mysteries, I feel like, for a while. I will say. Tell me. 
because I'm a big love fan. I'm a Logan Veronica shipper. I liked Sassy Logan towards Duncan and Veronica oh, getting yeah. on the bus. It was giving Conrad in the last episode of Summer yeah. Pretty, like the pettiness. Be like, oh, lovebirds. I love it. And I cannot wait for this back and forth beefing. Yeah. Homie Hopper, best friends hating each other kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah. What did you think about Logan being like, I'm in love with you? And then like, and then she broke up with him and like. I think she was right to break up with him. I think he was clearly going through something and, and he was behaving in a way that she was like, I'm not cool with this. Right. And I think she I don't think she went into that conversation wanting to break up with him. I think she went in wanting him to stop what he was doing and him saying no, essentially. Then she was like, I want to break up. So I think it was all valid. I mean, I'm sad, but I think he was clearly going through something. Well, and and then he got so angry. And I love that the dad stepped in because he got so angry and started yelling at her and smashed a lamp. Yeah. And then the thing that really got to me was in his like outburst or whatever, he was like, my mom's dead. My dad's in jail. My girlfriend's dead. And I was like, oh, babe, that was like two years ago. And also your girlfriend's sitting on the your couch. Your girlfriend is sitting right in front of you, bitch. Like, yep. I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, but, and cause what else did he say? Then he was like, and the one person who was supposed the to. The one I, person I still care yeah, about. Is dumping oh. me. Yeah. But there is a really interesting thing that like, okay, when your girlfriend or your husband or your spouse or whatever, like when they die... It's not like it's my ex-girlfriend. So I guess that's like yeah. how they refer to it. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, like my wife died. Like you want to say my ex-wife died. Right. So his girlfriend died. But I feel like, yes, exactly though. Yeah. Because he could say my girlfriend died, not my girlfriend is dead. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The tense of okay. it just feels like he still thinks of her like his girlfriend. Yeah. Which like I'm saying is like when somebody dies, there's still that. Yeah. Um, But it was just really a lot like you're gonna yell that at Veronica mm-hmm. like ouch mm-hmm. I think all in all I think it was a good season premiere and I think that I'm trying to think of at the time if I was watching this mm-hmm. I feel like this really pleased both the team Duncan and the team Logan people and now we're in a love triangle and now we got a love because triangle because with the whole like brother sister thing there was very much like okay Duncan's out of the picture like that was kind of weird, but they never slept together. It was fine. Oh, just kidding. They're not siblings. Okay, now the door's open again. Mm-hmm. And then she went back to him. So now we're very much in a love triangle. Yeah. And I don't like Duncan, but I'm I'm interested to see this new side of him. Because we never really got to see him and Veronica dating. We just right. got the flashbacks. So. They're, they're cute together. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where... You know what else was cute? What happens? When Leo showed up to arrest him, and he, like, put his hand on Veronica's neck. Oh, God. That was really cute. And that he just knew and he was so sympathetic. Like, yeah, it it was really sweet. Yeah, I liked that. And I also like that Veronica, as much as she like skirts around the law and like kind of does some shady shit, she also just like, she knows what's right. Like she opened the door and she let him take them and like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta play by the book on that one. Yeah, And it was good. And I'm very, very excited for this season. So excited for this season. Okay. Watch along with us. We're really excited. And now we're talking about my favorite movie. Yep. Which, let's just talk about the growth, because if you've ever listened to (laughs) the very first episode of this podcast, Bailey and I did like a top, what do we do, top five TV shows and top five movies? Yeah. And we got to my favorite movie, and I was like red-faced and blushing, and I was embarrassed and giggling, like all this stuff. And I just didn't want to say it because I don't know why, but I, I just feel like this movie isn't like 
like revered as a great movie or whatever and it's not like the most popular or whatever but like I love it yeah and like I was just so but I feel like back then I considered it a guilty pleasure and now I'm just like fuck yeah it's my favorite movie own it (laughs) this is I would say same because like my favorite movie again is not a cinematic masterpiece yeah but like your favorite movie doesn't has to be like oh my god doesn't have to be yeah it needs to be what do you enjoy what is your favorite thing yeah and then you just own it I think it also happens like when it hits you because like I obviously had to have watched this at like a specific age which I'm not sure I even remember the very first time I watched this right um where it just hit me and it was so amazing and relatable and like we'll get into it but yeah so now I'm just owning it it's my favorite movie as you should there's also always a nostalgia factor involved in anybody's favorite movie yeah it's like what did you relate to at the time when you watched this and why do you watch it? Yeah. At, like, when do you watch it? That's a big thing, too. That's like, the thing is the rewatch. When do you watch it? How yeah. many times do you watch it? How do you feel when you rewatch it? Yeah. Like, I would say as far as just from when we grew up, like age wise, this was a pivotal movie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially for me. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about it, but you right. know why. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So we're talking Princess Diaries. Mainly the first one, but we will discuss the second one. We have to. Because we have to. Yeah. Okay. Princess Diaries. We got Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews, the queen and princess, but like both queens in my eyes. Queens. Real. Um, The Princess Diaries came out in 2001, directed by Gary Marshall, written by, you know, the obviously Meg Cabot wrote the novel mm-hmm. and the screenplay was by Gina Wencos, but Princess Diaries 2 was also directed by Gary Marshall. However, Shonda Rhimes was one of the screenwriters on Princess Diaries 2. You know who else was involved in these movies? Whitney yeah. Houston. Executive producer on the first one. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding. <laughs> She's amazing. That's iconic. Okay. I know we're talking one, and let's let's get into that. Let's talk but about one. Before, I mean, just real quick, I just want to get this out of the way. Okay. Because you mentioned it. Tell me why I never knew Shonda Rhimes wrote that second movie. Because you don't like the second one. Why would you know that? That's true. But also, I, I guess, here, why wouldn't I know that? People don't give her the credit. I think she deserves. Look, I don't love the second one, but that has nothing to do with the writing of the movie. No, it's a great movie. I think she deserves more recognition for that film, and yes, she does ma'am. not get it. Yes, ma'am. And, like, people always say Princess Diaries 2 walked so Bridgerton could run. Excuse Ooh. me, my lady. Yes, ma'am. The queen wrote both of them. That's why. That's why. Shut the fuck I mean, just shut up. Come on. I mean, it's not wrong. Come like it's, on. It's giving arranged marriage. It's giving, like... It's giving enemies to lovers. Yeah. It, it's giving womanhood, owning, yes. changing Coming laws. of age. Come like, on. Yeah. It, whew. Give Shonda Rhimes an Oscar. Look, okay. So I wanted to get that out of the way real quick, because that was something that I was f- just drawing the floor when we were watching it. I know. You were like... <laughs> I said... <laughs> I paused on the... You paused the whole the thing. The credits were going. I paused. I said, excuse me? And you said, yeah, babe, you didn't know? And I said, no, I didn't know. What the fuck? You know what else you said? You said, I take back everything I've ever said about this movie. <laughs> I did. I said, I take back every bad thing I've ever said about this movie. This is the best moment uh, ever. So ever. Okay. 
Princess Diaries 1. Let's get into it. Okay. Do you know when you first watched this movie? No. I mean, I can only assume it was at a very young age, not long after it probably came out. So I would say around 2001, like when it came out. See, that's what I was thinking is like, I was four years old in 2001. I wasn't watching this. That's a good point. I was watching Disney. Um, so I feel like it came out, I want to say it probably aired on the Disney channel. Mm-hmm. It's not a Disney movie, but I'm just saying like movies like that would come on or ABC family or something like, I just feel like I had to have seen it on TV cause I don't remember my parents showing it to yeah. me, but then I fell in love with it and we got the DVD and I would watch it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It very quickly became my favorite movie. I watched it all the time. It became my like... I'm sick and I don't have a brain. Let's put that on the background and let me fall asleep because I know it so well. It's just like, yeah, makes me happy. Yeah. Anyways, all that to say, um, should we like go in order? I don't even know where to start. Well, okay. I have a little tidbit from it. So (laughs) something I think I realized as I was, as we were watching the second one, I want to say, because the second one they are very prominent on she's writing in her diary. Yeah. You know? And in the first one, she gets gifted the diary. Oh. I am going to be so real. I'd never connected the title to that fucking diary ever in these movies. Because it's called The Princess Diaries. I don't think I connected that either. And I never connected that the gra- like the, her grandma gave her the diary that her dad wanted her to have. Yeah. And then the second one, she was writing in the diary. So it was The Princess Diaries. Like, she was writing... In her diary? Okay. So she probably wrote in her diary the story of, like, this is what happened in the first one. Yeah. Because I think when she was, like... Because on the plane, at the end of the first one, she was writing in the diary. Yeah, she said your diary. Yeah. So, again, I'm... Okay, I feel better that you also had never connected this because I felt like an idiot. I was like, I missed... I definitely felt like it was part of the story. I I really didn't even think about it as pertaining to the title of, like, oh, let's just come full circle on this whole diary situation right Right. now. Right. Okay, I love that. Wow, thank Pretty you. Cool. Yeah, so that was a big takeaway I had this this weekend as we watched Well, also, these if you've read the books by Meg Cabot, they're very different. Did you read the books? I did, like, when I was in middle school, so I don't really oh. remember much about them. How, like, different in what way? Like, what do you mean? They're different in, like, I don't, I don't remember Mia in the books being so, like, awkward and relatable. Mm. It was very much, like, high society. Oh, so they probably upped the comedy factor of yeah. it. And very rags to riches yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of movie. Okay. Which is one of my favorite things about it that I want to share is like, I feel like, and you said this when we were watching it, is that, <laughs> that this movie explains a lot about me. Because I feel like these movies are so pivotal to like my type of humor. Yeah. And it's, they're so funny. And it's one of my favorite types of humor also to watch in movies if you do it right. Yeah. It's like the awkward humor of like the awkward neighbor. And then like the scenes where she has to dance with the members of parliament in the second one. And they're just so weird. And she has to like smile through it. And it's like, when does this happen? It's not like slapstick in your face funny. It's like awkward and subtle and like you have to pick up on it. And like you said, one of your favorite scenes is like, or maybe not your favorite, but you laughed so hard when the principal was like shaking the china or the teacup <laughs> and so then she's like, here. Here. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Like it's, I would say this movie is like 80% f- like physical humor. Yeah. Like it's all in awkward body language. Yeah. 
And then you have maybe the jokes and just, like, the funny, like, off-the-cuff, like, things they would say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the actual, like, physical comedy they bring in this movie yeah. is top tier. Like, she falls so many times. Come on. And, like... <laughs> the lighting on fire at the t- at the dinner <laughs> yeah. in the first one, like the place card. I'm like, I think when we were watching, I was like, honestly, who is this clumsy? Like, I don't understand how this is how this is a human being. <laughs> I wrote down when you said so. There's this scene where she's like touching the statue and she goes like this yeah. and she breaks up with her fingers. And he said out loud, he was like, why does she touch things? <laughs> literally like why do you have to touch that it's so funny or like when she's trying to cross her legs and they just like it just falls off the chair falls off the chair yeah okay let's get into probably i would say my favorite scene Tell in me. the first movie it is so funny to me and i laugh my ass off every time so is during the princess lessons and clarice and mia are in the chairs and they're practicing waving <laughs> As Joe is pretending to drive the car, right? But, like, tell me why. So she's sitting there, and she's, like, teaching her how to wave. She's like, no, don't wave. Like, do not, not, not high quite so much. Yeah, because she's like, you'll get exhausted. She's it's like, thank exhausting. you for being here today. Thank you. you know, all this stuff. Tell me why Joe was necessary in this. <laughs> Joe they, like, put the chairs in rows, and Joe was in the driver's seat. He's in the driver's seat. He's sitting there. <laughs> He's sitting there driving the fucking car. He's also, like, nodding. Like, he's yeah. nodding at other drivers. He's, well, it's like he's, like, also saying hi to people. Like, he's yeah. in a fucking parade. Okay, yeah. he's sitting there. And then he looks at his watch. Doesn't have a watch on. <laughs> looks. Drives. Puts the car in park. You and, love sa- <laughs> and says, I have to go pick up the prime minister. And leaves. And then they, of course, are like, thank you for being here today. But, like, tell me why... <laughs> That man sticks to a bit. He said, my queen wants me to do something, say less. He's also, like, he's head of security, so, like, he could just be, like, standing in the corner, like, watching over. (laughs) Again, yes, he is not needed there. What the fuck? It was so But we see in the second one that that is exactly how it went down. Joe drove. Yep. And they were in the backseat. Thank you for For being being here today. today. So good. So good. I think we watched it a couple times. I was like, that is so funny. Because I was like, he put the car in park. And you guys were like, what? And I was like, no. Rewind. Rewind. (laughs) He put the car in park, guys. Because safety first, apparently. I'm almost surprised he didn't take off his seatbelt. Yeah, the (laughs) seatbelt. Anyway. That's so funny. So good. Okay. Again, with the awkward humor back, like, before the princess lessons, um, when she first gets to the consulate, and she's like, please don't crush my soy nuts. <laughs> Look. You laugh so hard. I have, I have a handful of favorite quotes from this movie, which, like, and I'm trying to think of off the cuff, like, ones that aren't, like, the classic go-tos. Me, a princess? Shut, Shut up. up. Like, we're not talking those. No, no, no. I like the, the other ones. Yeah. Yes. But... Please don't crush my soy nuts is so funny so to funny. me. So funny. Because, bitch, why do you have soy nuts? And then later, when Clarice gives her the, the necklace, and then she's talking about the little trinket thing it was in, and she was like, oh, that was my grandmother's or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'll keep it so safe. And it's smashing it in her bag. And then I think I said, well, watch you. I said, bitch, you're going to crush your soy nuts. You did. You did. She's like, and that was my great grandmother. Oh my god! Even like the butler hopping over the backpack, like why was that necessary? 
It just shows how awkward Mia is. And she just like puts herself in these situations. But also things happened to her when she was like, somebody sat on me again today. <laughs> again. Again. It's happened before. Uh, oh, it's so funny. Um, She's like, my goal in life is to be invisible. And I'm good and at I'm it. And I'm good at it. Yep, she has some good ones. I would say probably, hands down, my favorite quote in the movie is from Lily when she's running after Michael and Mia, and she's just like, wait, hold on, wait, wait. And she's passed by these other people in the street, and she's like, not you, I don't even know you. Because <laughs> they, like, turn around and look at her. Like, try to stop. And it's so funny and also so relatable because if you're just yelling at someone but like she said it like yeah. i would never say that yeah but i'm like you really said what you were thinking like, she's like not you not you i don't even know you <laughs> it's so good or when she when mia gets her makeover oh, and no. lily's looking at her and she's like you look ridiculous you, you should, should sue, sue. <laughs> oh also a classic God. i love it also another one that you loved was when mia was getting her makeover evaluation done and Clarice was like let's see how much work we need to do and I was like work and then Mia's just standing there and Clarice is like does your bad posture affect your hearing yeah yeah oh my god she was like Mia Mia and then she's like yeah because she's trying to get her attention that was really so funny funny. just the most random Paolo you love Paolo I love Paolo I also loved um when Joe first goes to start picking up Mia and taking her to school and stuff, and she was introduced to him as Joseph, and so she's calling him Joseph, and he's like, you can call me Joe. And she's like, Joey. Joey. And he was like, <laughs> no, no, Joe. Joe. <laughs> so good. And then I also loved, they did a little wraparound with that joke in the second one. Yeah, we, we got a callback. Because he said, he was like, Joey, and she was like, no, no, Joe. Joe. It was good. I love it. I feel like there's a lot of things that tie into the second one. Like, even that waving thing. Like we said, like, literally in the parade, that is how they waved. What would you say your favorite um, line is from the movie? Favorite Whoa. Quote? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for a long time, it was the classic, me, a princess, shut up. Right. Um, can I get, can I, like, I feel like I know what yours oh, is. Oh, t- tell me. I think yours is when she's looking in the mirror and she's like, um, as usual, it's as good as it's gonna get, or something like that. That is it. Is that what she says? Yeah. She's like, as always, it's, this is as good as it's gonna get. Yeah, I feel like, cause, yeah, I feel like that's Because I do one. say that. Yeah. And I'm gonna be so real, like, okay, let's just get into it, because, like, we are talking about the makeover scene and, like, all that stuff, so, uh-huh. like, I feel like as, and like I said, I don't think I saw this movie too young. I think I saw this when I was, like, eight or ten. Um, as a girl growing up with crazy curly hair and thick eyebrows and not being the cutest little girl and like being kind of awkward and stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. this movie just really saw me and I thought it was so funny. There's still things that I find funny as much as Lily was like, you look ridiculous. You should sue. She was also like, you used to care more about what was inside of your head instead of on it. Yeah. And I loved that. And, like, I embrace my curly hair. And, like, I'm not saying that, like, Mia shouldn't have or whatever. It's just, like, it was so... I've never seen anybody in a movie that looked like me. Yeah. 
and it was really exciting and to have her be the main character and have her be a little bit awkward. And even in the end, after she went through princess lessons or whatever, and she still didn't have it all figured out and mm-hmm. she was still kind of awkward and funny and like, it, it was really nice. And I feel like it really made a difference to me. Yeah. I love in that. addition to being like funny and endearing and just like a good movie to watch. Yeah. I've never related to something as much uh, and like even as an adult now I still felt it yeah the fact that it's my kind of humor and I just had a great time I love that yeah I mean it's so good and I love that I mean I always say I feel like someone's favorite movie really says a lot about them it's like what made you connect to it and like why do you still relate to it yeah and it's like that again that was the first movie that you were like that's me that's yeah. so funny yeah. like literally same you said literally same yeah I literally did I was like this is me and then also like the way that she was like well I hope if he kisses me my foot pops I was like self-aware enough to be be like well this is this is silly like your foot doesn't pop right right. but also we all want that we all want like the hot guy to finally notice us and ask us out not have it go horribly yeah Um, but also she had a, a little bit of fire in her that I feel like I have too she hit him on the head and you know the things that she says to Lana, Anna, and Fontana, oh, and like yeah. that whole thing. So yeah, I just feel like I really resonated with her, and it was like, this movie means a lot to me for sure. I love that. Well, I feel like going back to the foot popping kiss of like, I would, cause like you were saying, you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. Like I know that's not like a thing, but like okay, I feel like that could relate to just in general growing up as like a young girl or boy or whatever. If you have this ideal. Like, here's a romantic moment that maybe you saw in a movie or yes, maybe you want the heard movie of. moment. Yeah. You want that. And this was hers. She was like, This is just what I want. And I'm like, You go get that girl. Yeah. That's your live your truth. It's like, I'm sure I had a moment like that. It's like, oh, I wanna I wanted to kiss in the rain or something. Yes, yes, yes. Or anything like that. And you have just that teenage fantasy. And even her mom kind of laughed at her. But her mom was also like, you go get your foot popping kiss, yeah. girl. Like, because her mom is just like, you're a teenager. Like, yeah, go do that. And yeah. it's so cute. And I love that she wasn't afraid to be like, you know, in old films when the girl gets kissed. And it's like, yeah, because that is like pop film and pop culture and everything. is like how we frame our reference of like what we fantasize about. Yeah. And so... And sometimes that feels silly and you're just like, oh, I like saw it in a movie once or whatever. But she was like, you know, in old films. It was so cute. But the sad part is, and I feel like the other thing is like, the more that I watch this movie and the older that I get, I think that it's actually really smart and really well done. Yeah. And like, we're just talking about the callbacks to the second one and everything really does tie in. But it's also like, when Josh kisses her at the beach party in front of all the reporters, technically her foot does pop. Yeah. Her foot pops up to grab her shoe and hit him hit, on the fucking head. Yeah. And I was like, yes. That was, I hated that, honestly. Watching it now, I'm just like, that. It was horrible. That, and the girls knocking over the cabana. Horrible. So mean. I cried. I Honestly, it, I, I cried when we watched this yesterday. Yeah, it's so sad and mean and evil and I hated it. I also cried when we were watching it the other day. I cried more at the end when she was really owning her shit. Like, when, during her whole big speech. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I started today as Mia Thermopolis. And she's like, and now I am Amelia. And I think about how many stupid times a day I use the word I. Yeah. No, it was so good. It's so good. And I cried. I also, you know this about me. I'm a huge Michael fan. Yes, let's get into me and Michael. 
I love him, the whole best friend's brother. You saw me when I was invisible. He is so cute. He's so awkward and nerdy and funny and plays the piano and fixes cars and just loves her and doesn't hide it. He also doesn't hide fucking anything. Yeah. I'm just like, you literally called her attractive. And I'm just like, yeah. this is great. And I'm such a Michael stan. And when he shows up at the end and they do their little dance and then they kiss and she like her foot pops, I'm just like... I love it. I love I, it. I love the way another another thing that I resonated with is because like I felt like as tall and awkward as I am, I kind of just I think it's because I'm tall that I just like want to be invisible because I'm tall. So like everybody notices me. Right. And everybody looks at me and I'm just like, can we just not? Yeah. And so she was like, my goal in life is to be invisible and I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite end of that, then when Michael kissed her or when they were like in the garden or whatever. And he was like, why me? And she said, because you saw me when I was invisible. And honestly, that is such a good answer and a good reason. And like a good thing to watch for when like, if a guy likes you yeah, and it's like, he liked her before she had all the fancy shiny princess things. Yeah. He liked her for who she was. Yeah. And he was so sad when she canceled on him. That scene hurts me so bad. And she wanted it. She was like, is it like a date? And he said no. But she, again, has this whole mentality that, like, she has to get the hot popular boy. It's like, you had a perfectly scheduled date on Saturday with a guy you like spending time with and who's cute and likes you. It's like, what are you doing? But she just had this whole thing in her head that, like, she had to have this thing with this guy or else she wasn't valid or important. It's like, that girly pop, that ain't the case. And I don't think she even realized it until Lily yelled at her and was like, you missed my cable show and you broke my brother's heart. (laughs) Yeah. Lily is, I would say, I'm, like, hit or miss on Lily as a best friend. Like, I love her. She's great. I also think she was a little too harsh at times. Yes. But I also liked that she did call herself out on it, too. Like, I remember when she was yelling at her or when Mia was like, well, I decided not to be a princess. And, and then and then Lily backtracked and was like, but I, but want, I you. want you to be. Yeah. And, and then she goes, well, like I told you, I need an attitude check. <laughs> I was like, okay, girl. So you yeah. know that you're batshit. Like, great. Yeah. I know, because she said earlier, she's like, my dad and I are going out to dinner, and we ran out of things to talk about when I was eight, and my parents told me I need an attitude adjustment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also think that she was too harsh at times, but I also have a lot of respect for a best friend that calls their friend out on their shit, and in return, Mia was like, look, back off. I get it from my mother. I get it from my grandmother. I don't need it from you. Yeah. So I did respect that, but then Mia was, Mia was fucking up. Mia was hurting the people around her. And she lost sight of some things, which granted, like, I'm sure the princess thing was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. At one point, Lily was like, what, did your grandma turn into your big bad wolf? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, they were having that argument on the basketball court. And Lily was like, my cable show only reaches 12 people. Yeah. Having the power or having the will to make change and having zero power. Now that's a nightmare. And so I liked that she kind of like reframed me as perspective a little bit. Yeah. Here's what I want. I have a question about her cable show. Yeah. Tell me why the queen of Genovia is watching that fucking cable show. Was it because Mia was supposed to be on it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm like, Clarice, what are we doing? I think that, yeah, I think it was because Mia was supposed to be on it. But I'm also like, Mia didn't tell her. 
And so mm. I think that's either Clarice knew about it or whatever, but I also think that Clarice just, like, Clarice was new to the grandmother role, and she yeah. was, like, hiding behind all the grandmother and, like, princess responsibilities. And then I think that she, like, really did care about Mia. Yeah. But also, like, maybe she didn't know how big the cable show was, and Mia was supposed to make an appearance, so she was like, let me see how this is about to go down. Yeah. I really liked when Joe called Clarice out and was like... I was just, yeah. You might have been too harsh on your granddaughter. Same, yeah, because she was like, you know, as a queen, like, no, you weren't too harsh, but, like, as a grandmother to a granddaughter. Yeah. I'm like, period. Yeah. And then I love their... We'll talk about the second one, but I love their relationship growth to the second one where Mia was just like, I don't know, Grandma. Okay, I'm struggling. (laughs) Yeah. Or like when Mia would actually have like like break down crying and be just so sad about what happened and also maybe embarrassed because the press picked it up and then Clarice was like stepped into grandma mode and not queen mode of like, I can't believe you did that, but more of like, are you okay? I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. There was a big turn of events and just like language like changing of the language she spoke to her i was like okay let's adjust what we're talking about okay yeah yeah Yeah. that was good but yeah i I did i I cried i cried at the end of the first one and honestly i teared up a little bit the second one when she became queen like just seeing mia go from literally zero to hero so (laughs) fast it's so good yeah the scene where she becomes queen makes me cry too well and when i say zero to hero like i don't mean in society standards or whatever but just in confidence like she thought in herself like she thought she was nothing and could do nothing and wanted to be invisible but it's like she found the confidence in herself to become a princess do the job and not only that but then to like own her shit and become queen and defend that title yes without a man yeah period period i love it so much it's such like badass woman vibes Um, but it's so funny the whole way. Like I can't get over how many times I was laughing and I was laughing at different points than I used to. I feel like, Mm. like now for some reason, like the awkward neighbor made me laugh so much. Yeah. And then the uncle in the second one, why was I laughing at him so much? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's just so ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what else did we love in the first one? Well, we talked about Sandra O. Oh. Um, Sandra O. Oh Gray. She's so funny. She's such a good actor. Oh my God. Oh, and then when Mia falls on the bleachers. Mm-hmm. So that was real. I told you that when we were watching mm-hmm. the other day. Um, um, so funny. Anne Hathaway actually did fall. And that's why like, that's also, they left it in. And that's, like, Anne's real laugh and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it also ties because, like, Gary Marshall's the director. He directed Pretty Woman. Mm. And so, like, the necklace scene where she he hits the, her the, jewelry box yeah. or whatever, and she laughs, uh-huh. and that, that was, like, not scripted. And it was, like, it was very much giving Pretty Woman. Like, yeah. Gary Marshall left it in and no, everything. No, I love that. Because she does fall, and I love that she... Was like, no, what's three? Finish. Like, what's three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she stayed in character because I feel like... Just from what I've seen from bloopers, similar to that, actors who it happens to, they're the ones that have to remind the other actors to stay in character. Because I feel like the other actors do try, and they're just like, oh my god, like, are you okay? Or what? And then if that actor continues on with the scene, then like, okay, cool, we're gonna like yeah. keep going. Yeah. Um, which I feel like she did so well, and then uh, Heather, uh, who plays Lily, like just kept going. She was like, okay, yeah. And then three and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like it added such a lightness to the scene because I feel like otherwise it would have been, she was just going to be like, number one, you can't go like nuts out all, <laughs> all of the day or whatever. And then number two, and then she's like three, what was number three? While she was like laughing. Yeah. And then 
Lily started to go into number three and Mia was just like, okay, Lily, I, I really don't need this right now. <laughs> like, it was so good. Cause no. yeah, Lily was kind of a lot sometimes also for her hair. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. Like she had no room to judge Mia for her hair. Literally. Like, come on. I thought, look, Lily's whole reaction to Mia's makeover, I understood it to a point, but also look at your best friend's face right now. She herself isn't feeling great about it. Right. She, she's not feeling confident about it. Right. So why she are you... She brought a hat. Yeah. I'm like, so why are you accusing her of only caring what's on the outside when, like, look at her. She doesn't care. She's not like, look at my new hair. Look how great I look. Yeah. She's just like, has her head down and, like, kind of looks up and then... And then you're just giving her all the shit for it. And then, like, you don't even notice when your best friend starts crying. Crying. Come on. Well, and even, like, immediately she was like, who destroyed you? And she was like, oh, you really think it looks that bad? Right. If, okay, if I said, like, oh, you got a haircut. <laughs> and you were like, oh, you think it looks that bad? I'd be like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not it. Like, what Lily should have said it was like, I mean, you look fantastic, but, like, why? Right, yes. Say that. Still say, like, you used I to thought, care about what was inside of your head instead of on it, but mm-hmm. be like, yeah, you look great, but, like, why? Yeah, yeah I love that. Like, yeah. I thought you looked fine. But then, of course, when Lily then finds out, because Mia tells her, oh, I'm on princess duty, Yeah. then she's just like, oh, my God, why did you tell? And then I know. night and day, everything's fine. It's like, Which, what? I got to tell you, I feel like that quick little scene of them, like, whispering behind the tree, that should have been a longer conversation. Yeah. That should have been like, okay, listen, my dad's dead and, like, I'm the princess and, like, this is why I've been doing this. This is why I haven't been to your things. This is why mm-hmm, I've been running mm-hmm, away to my grandma. Mm-hmm. This is why I got a makeover. Like, this is why I'm so stressed out. Like, there was a longer conversation yeah. to be had. And because question- I feel like there's a lot of implications that come with it. Like, if, you, if I just told you, hey, I'm a princess, you'd be like, what? You'd have so many questions. Absolutely. Question number one would be... What the fuck and where the fuck is Genovia? Yeah. Excuse me, it's what? It's between Spain and Portugal. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, Lily had zero questions and that was concerning. Yeah. It was like, what? But no, we do love Lily. She's great. And she was really funny in the second one, too. I, I feel like I liked her better in the second one because she was just like supportive best friend. She was, yeah. See, I disagree. I liked her more in one because, well, just as I think as a character in a in a movie. Yes, no, I liked her entertaining more. Like she was more entertaining in the first one, but I mean, like as, as a best friend. Yes, yes. And two, yeah, exactly. I would agree. Where do you stand on? I mean, obviously, I feel like one is your favorite, but do, yeah. do you stand by that? You like one more than two? I do like one more than two because I think it's like, it's just so unique. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could do a. As a standalone, like, say Princess Diaries 2 didn't have the first one. As a standalone, like, we've done a queen arranged marriage, like, yeah. becoming queen story before. So it doesn't feel that unique to me. But the first one also, like, the first one's why I fell in love with it. Yeah. And, like, with her and the whole thing. So. Yeah. So let's talk about two. Yeah, we've touched on it a bit. Yeah. But let's dive in briefly because... <laughs> <laughs> Look... I could go on and on. I know. I know. And I, what I loved during it is that every time his stupid fucking face came up on the screen, you were like, oh, he's so hot. And I'm I just, still think he's so hot. And I'm just sitting there like, nah. Here's what I'll say. I enjoyed watching the movie. I didn't hate it. I would say my, I have a note. I actually have a note on the enemies to lovers situation. Tell me. I don't love that they kissed in the garden so early on. 
Yeah. It, I don't, it's, I, the kiss was hot. Don't get me wrong. Great it's, it's not that. I think there wasn't enough tension. We didn't have enough tension scenes before that to really, because if, if anything, like, yeah, she, like, gave in to the kiss, but then kind of towards the end there, it kind of seemed like assault, because she was really pushing him off of her, you know? Yeah. So there wasn't enough sexual tension build throughout yeah. the movie to a kiss to the point where like she wouldn't have even slightly pushed him off like I wanted her to fully give in to it and I feel like it was too early that she was like I, I don't even know I barely know you yeah so that's my note interesting yeah I had a similar I had I had a note about the enemies to lovers as well more so like obviously because I'm older now and like I watch a lot of movies and like we're kind of deep diving on this podcast more than just like <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. After the kiss, which I loved it. I, no notes. Um, <laughs> it was a good kiss. I want to. Yeah, say yeah, that. yeah. I love you. After the kiss, where she was like, "You can't just go around kissing people," and like they fell into the water, and she was like, "I have a great idea. Let you go underwater, and I'll count to a million. She was very upset. Yeah. And didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And then the very next scene that we get of them together is they run into each other in the hallway before her bridal shower, and she's like, I'm having a slumber party. Yeah. And I was like, what? do we like him? Like, it's what? Yeah. Yep. Also, he didn't ask. Mm-hmm. So, oh. like... <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm sorry, bitch. Who asked you what you were doing? It was more so, like... The last time you saw him, you hated him, and now you're, like, openly sharing things about your life. Yeah. Also, she kind of... It was just a weird switch up. 100% I agree, because I also thought that line was odd. Um, I also feel like she called him on his shit of, like, I know what you're doing. Like, you're just trying to get me to like... Like, you're just trying to flirt with me and get me to like you. So that you can have the so crown. So you can have the crown. She called him on exactly what he was doing and she still is giving into this. It's just bullshit. Yeah. I'm not saying that she shouldn't. Like, clearly, they he did end up falling for her and it was great. But, like, just to back what you were saying of, like, you hate you hated him. Yeah. Not but a day ago. What are we yeah. doing? I know. That's really weird. So funny, but that note. Who asked? <laughs> I know. I almost, he could have been, he should have said, I don't care. I, <laughs> I didn't ask. So basically we all know how I feel about Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yes. But like enemies to lovers and like everything else was good. It was great. It's good. I love it. I will say that I do want to double down on this was the movie that made me not love him. I know because you love yeah. Michael so much. And then they just said, oop. Yeah. So I think it was a little bit, um, yeah, well, a lot a bit. Michael <laughs> not being in two because I was such a Michael shipper. And then I just like, as much as I love enemies to lovers, he just rubbed me the wrong way in this movie. I mean, yeah, he was an asshole. Um, yeah, I just feel like it was a good enemies to lovers. And I really loved because like the tension was just so good. Mm-hmm. And then at the end when he was like, Besides, she looked lovely on our postage stamp. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. What I did love um, is that this movie, the second one, ended with them getting together wasn't the big picture. No, it was Queen. It was queen, queen, and also that she overruled that law. Right. That she can be Queen without having a husband. It's not like she said, hey, Nicholas, get up here. I want to marry you instead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I loved that. And even then, like, we just got a kiss and, like, a confession of love. And then 
but it didn't and then end he with supported them. her on her big day yeah. becoming queen yeah it was great so i love that what i loved even more is that joe and clarice got their happy ending we did get a happy which ending. is hands down the best part of the second movie. we both like all four of us watching the movies like we loved joe and clarice the whole time yeah. joe is such a king um i love in the second one when he was like I have diplomatic immunity in 43 countries, including Puerto Rico. <laughs> yes. So good. And then the guy was like, or you, sh- you'll, you should know the word fear is not in my vocabulary. And Joe says, perhaps, but it's in your eyes. But it's in your eyes. Period. Period. Joe is, don't mess with Joe. Look. No. Don't mess with them. Don't, uh, don't mess with the crown. Nope. Um, but yeah, the way that he was, he like asked Clarice to marry him and she really like friends owned him. She was like, I yeah. can't think about you that way right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and then uh, towards the end, Mia was the one that kind of, well, she didn't call her out on her shit, but she was saying stuff about herself that Clarice really resonated with and was like, you know what? I used to do this. Like, I used to put the crown before my feelings. Yes. And I should take note from you and put my feelings before the crown. Yeah. And also, like, she's retiring. Like, she doesn't need to do that anymore. Right. She gets to be happy. But I also feel like... I mean, I get it. It's a movie. But, like, why is she retiring? I feel like she's retiring early. She is. Well, it was kind of a whole thing of, like, I got rushed because I feel like Clarice was saying that she was going to train Mia until she was ready. And they Mm -hmm. didn't put a timeline on that. And then Parliament was like, she needs to find a husband within 30 days. But there was never a 30-day timeline on her coronation. Mm. Until they put the timeline on the marriage, and then it's like, well, when she's married, then she's eligible. And, like, I feel like that's how I gathered how that happened. Yeah. Because at first, there was no timeline. Yeah, I mean, it honestly, the second one just felt so rushed. I mean, I, I get it, again, for the purposes of the movie, but it felt so rushed because I'm like, she just graduated college, and she just yeah, moved to Genovia. she's 21. She doesn't know anything about this country or the people or right. any, like anything like that. And, like, if we've learned anything from the UK... Those people stay on the throne until they die. Yeah. So I'm like, Clarice, you got some kicking years left. Yeah, what are yeah, doing? yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Do you think that she would have married Joe if Mia didn't tell her to? Um, Not at the time that she did. No. Right, right. Yeah, no. Maybe later. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, I think she needed a little push. But Clarice is... Not just the queen, but she is a queen. Like, the mattress surfing? Come on. She said, I've done a lot of flying in my time. I love that they got Julie Andrews to sing in the second one. Okay, that was such a big deal. Because she had not sung on camera in years. Yeah. And she had had a throat injury. Like, she doesn't sing the way that she used to because she had an injury. And that's part of why she hadn't sung on camera in a very long time. So... That was a really big deal, and it's still very special to me because actually, earlier we were talking about how, like, when did we watch The Princess Diaries and stuff like that? I had seen The Sound of Music before this. Yeah, same. And I knew how big of a deal, I'm sure my parents told me or whatever, I knew how big of a deal it was for Julie Andrews to, like, be in this movie, to be singing and, like, all that stuff. It's literally time to be real. Is it time to be real? Pause. Guys, BNR, be real with us. If you're not going to be real, add us. <laughs> Get on and add us. Literally mid-recording, pause everything. We have to be fucking for real right now. We're being so for real right now. With a capital B and a capital R. Okay. Resume. I love Julie Andrews. She is my queen. And then she sang that little beautiful song. So good. With Raven Simone. With Raven. Crushing it. 
Actually, yeah. Raven was honestly kind of a random cameo at the time. Um, but I do feel I like... I feel this, like it made sense at the time. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was just so... We hadn't seen he, her in much else other than Disney. You yeah. Know? And she was... Well, anyways. Um, but the second one was really cute with, like, the mattress surfing and all the girlfriends coming together. And then, like... Oh, my God. Even, like, when Lily... <laughs> Mia, Lily, Charlotte, and the Queen going through the Bachelor photos. Too young. Too, too old. old. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and then Prince William, and they were like, he's not eligible. Yeah. I just love to look at him. Yeah. It was like real time, like a bumble or yeah, like when you or... yeah the when you put your phone on like the yeah when you, you screen share into the TV. yeah 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 exactly get With all the, the girls. girls opinion yeah and she was like he's handsome and Joe was like his boyfriend thinks he's handsome also. <laughs> So and then they were like, right on. right on. We were like, allies. Allies. <laughs> yes, Valentina. <laughs> so good. And then Lily was such a wing woman, like when she was courting Andrew. And Lily was like, glasses off. Yeah. Oh, man. But they got engaged in a week. I understand it was an arranged yeah. marriage, but like, what do you think that conversation is? Like, we know how it went on Mia's side, but what do you think the conversation is like? Did they send a letter? Are they like, Dear Andrew, like, we think you'd be a great fit for our queen. Right. <laughs> like, what? And he agreed? Yeah. I like, mean, he knew the arrangement going in. For sure. I mean, I don't know how they would do it in quote-unquote modern times right. at, from then. An I email. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know in the past it was like, you know, you got a dowry and you got you pay for it. You, like, right. sell off your daughters or oh whatever. God, seriously. But with this, I don't know. I feel like arranged marriages are so weird. I mean, they did, like, court and stuff like that. So I guess they were just like, hey. It, I guess they probably approached it as if we would, like, oh, hey, I know someone that you might hit it off with. It was probably like that. I'd be like, right. oh, hey, you should go out with so-and-so. In the, and get married. And hopefully get married. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it went. I just feel like they, like, didn't have a spark, like they said, and then they still were going to get married. So, like, is there a conversation in which it's, like, I know I kind of agreed to, like, check this arrangement out, but, like, can I just ski a out of here? Yeah, which I think I loved how um, chill he also – he was excited when she ended the wedding. He yeah. was like, he was thank, like thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. This is great. Um, and then know, he was like, I have lots of lovely women friends. I was like, okay, sir. Yeah, he literally pulled the whole, like, if you're not going to appreciate me, I got – tons i got girls in line for me and it's like okay then go bitch like and then at the end we see him standing with lady Alyssa. yes from the garden which called that obviously yeah they vibed um no all in all the second one is great what i will say although my queen shauna rhymes did write it she she has improved on her writing skills since yeah yeah like it's a great it's a great movie don't get me wrong yeah but like her she has it's gotten better she's gotten better yeah and i think that like that's another reason that like the first one is my favorite is because i think that it's it's funnier it's smarter like the second one is more relatable but like the first one really just hits at home it's so funny i mean i when we were watching it um i didn't realize how long it had been since i'd i'd watched it like, it's been a while. Yeah, you didn't remember a lot. And I didn't remember a lot, and I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. Like, because I obviously know the staples, and I have seen it so many times, but I don't think I've actually rewatched it as an adult in a very long time. And it was so funny, and holds up, for sure. I mean, look, you have to look at it this way. Julie Andrews would not do a bad movie. No. She wouldn't. Her quality is impeccable. Yeah, so if she signed on, you know it's going to be good. And it was. Period. Pop off, sis. 
literally. Yeah, I... I just, I, I can't praise it enough. Like, mm-hmm. I love these movies. Like you said, the first one's more relatable. Because, like, who's relating to, like, garden parties and tea parties and, like... Who's relating to falling in love with Chris Pine? Me. Not me. <laughs> I, it's so funny because he's not, like, my type. Like, now that I'm an adult and I'm dating and whatever, like, he's not my type. But yeah. I still find him so attractive. I think it's because of this movie. Probably. It's because I fell in love with him at a very young age. And I hate him because of this movie. Wow. It's so, the juxtaposition of know, it. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. But also, the movies that you love, I, like, and, like, the men that you love, I, like, don't give a shit about, so. Yeah. Just spectrum. Yeah. But he, he looked pretty good. Those blue eyes. And he said, rocks at your window. Like, oh, my God, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Okay. I got Bailey to watch the second one. She said it wasn't terrible. So I would, I would call it a birthday weekend success. Look, I honestly, I think you got the gold medal when I loved Star Trek and he is the quite literally the main character of those films so take that as a win also me watching this was a win i still don't love him in this film that's fine i'm but i also speaking of juxtaposition it's like i'm a pine nut and i'm not a trekkie you're a trekkie and not a pine nut (laughs) i love literally long living father like i love spock i Uh, love spock that's my man i love it my man thank you to my man (laughs) Exactly. Anyways. Okay. Well, that is a wrap on Princess Diaries 1 and 2. Next month, we're heading into September. We're doing sports movies September. Oh, yeah. Sporty September. We're crushing it. We have yet to decide which one's first. So stay tuned on our Instagram for that. Speaking of which, we're on Instagram and TikTok at Subtitles on Our Podcast. And we're on Twitter at SOOO Podcast. And please like and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and scroll down. We do a little poll and a question at the end of our episodes. Just check in um, with us. We want to interact with you. Yeah. And just let us know what you want to hear from us in the future. And until and if, then. Yeah. If you have a rec- recommendation for Sporty September, let us know. Yeah. We have a couple lined up, but we'll we'll let you know. Keep you posted. Yep. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.